don't party. Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, what's happening? Wells is here again. We like to party, which means I like staying at home and and, and meeting hey. at like noon and leaving by like four. In, well, in, in yeah. fairness, you know, Josh's idea of a party may differ from yours. True. We like to party. Your mileage may vary. We like to party at noon to four, and then. Or over one thirty to like four thirty. Yeah, but, but but yeah, by six o'clock, if I'm not home in my comfies and like playing video games, I'm very upset. Yeah, except for okay, I tap that. <laughs> wow, he was really. We we have this one friend that is still the night friend. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like your time of the month friend. No, <laughs> no, what? like that that one friend that like we don't do things during the day with. It's Nighttime only, like post five o'clock. Oh, sure. Is this friend a secret vampire? Maybe she might be. I Is don't know. that friend here now? Can I see this friend? Yes, right there. <laughs> you don't see him? Okay. No, no, no. It, it's funny. Like, as you get old, uh, as we all are, like, normally it's, uh, I mean, come on. We're, we know the, the rules. We just got to stop. As you get older, you hate going out past like six o'clock most. I can't I don't stand ha- it. Yeah, I, I don't have the energy to fight the crowds like I used to. No, and so I don't. most of my going out really revolves around like I'm not at the I'm gonna have dinner at three thirty. I'm not an early bird yeah, kind of yeah. guy. But like if I'm gonna go brewery hopping, I, I want to go early. Yes, before everybody wakes up and has their brunch. Exactly, and it works for them because I'm not there. It works for me because they're not there. Like you know, it's okay. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, when it gets evening time, though, yeah, like... I, I want to be home. I, I've learned the hard way, you know, that my body doesn't necessarily handle as many big, heavy stouts to finish a night like it used to. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah. And Miles is like, what the fuck's wrong with you two Well, old no, dudes? no, no. I'm, 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 I'm kind of a hybrid. Like, I don't mind going out late. Like, I mean... Concerts are my bread and butter, so I go to like a lot of. Well, and I was just saying, yeah, that makes sense for you because most shows don't even start till seven. Sure, but I'm not going like out drinking really, like at at night. Now I broke that cardinal rule this past Friday, and went to like my local hangout spot after dark on a Friday night in Noda. And Oof. let me tell you something: a, I'm glad I drove, or uh, glad I walked up because it's it's just always a mess. Driving through like that area, yeah, that, on a the, Friday night, like, on sec- any, honestly, any decent time of day. True, yeah, but, that's true. And that little section of noted that I've he's never in felt like playing Frogger so often. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, except on like, the car, I'm not smashing people. It's a completely different crowd at nine o'clock on a Friday night than any time that I typically go in. And it's like, I mean, I, I thought about bringing a book. <laughs> You know, I just needed to get out of the house, kind of stretch my legs, go for a walk, have a beer that's not like the, the shadow clock pilsner that I have like buried in the back of my fridge. Right. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to like walk up the street and holy cow, it's like the same spot, the same staff, the same environment, but oh, the clientele is just night and day. I mean, and it's a- weird. Like you, you hate to think of it as like, well, this is my place, but it's kind of your place at that time. And then you get there. And suddenly, like, like your point, like it's, it's like, I've never seen these people before and they all know each other. And this was super weird. And I walked into uh, Grant's new place one day and it clearly was like ladies night or something. And I was not happy about that. So before we get into the, to the news really quickly, my local haunt is actually the opposite. During the day, it is an absolute shit show. Hmm. You go at night, nice and calm. There's like. 10 people there maybe and like you can have conversations and not have to scream over each other so is that the mom and carpet yes <laughs> yes it is like it, it is absolutely insane during the day but like i said at night nice and chill so brew dog we love them <laughs> speaking of, we? speaking of nice and chill let's did talk I, about did i send you the picture like you know like every now and then you find one of those memes and it becomes like your meme for like the week or something like that yeah somebody had posted one and it was like a picture of the cemetery but it says uh, the petty cemetery and then the, the the meme text is like bury me with my people right yeah. like so that's where i get sometimes with brew dog um yeah remember we talked about this story a few weeks back about how there were some people that had filed a, a lawsuit against brew dog because they claimed there would be these solid gold cans and it was really just gold plated and people mm. were upset. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Yeah. 
poor CEO of BrewDog had to spend half a million dollars making right to the people that actually found these. Oh, I'm just so sad. Aren't we all? Fuck that company. Yeah, it, it's just to the point that anytime, like on the beer subreddit, and someone's like, oh, what, why all the hate for BrewDog? And it that just pulls people out of the woodwork that just citation please every little thing that they've done over the last however many years. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad to be living on this side of the Atlantic and not the other, because if that was like my dominant option for craft beer, I would be unhappy. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I am still happy that they have not like gone all over the U S even though they've got that Ohio location. Cause I was terrified that was going to happen and glad that it didn't. Well, darn. I know. Right. So who wants to talk about the green Bay Packers? Uh, the Green Bay Packer fans do. Yeah. <laughs> you know how great the Green Bay Packer fans are. Oh, wait. Our, uh, Green Bay Packers are, rather. Oh, 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 but they... Did they make the playoffs this year? No. Oh, no. Relax. No. Relax. Yeah, relax. I'm going to do some more ayahuasca. <sighs> Ouch. So, rarely... It, in fact, this might be the first time since I've been on the show have the jam band world and the beer world come together in such a way. Okay. Uh, so Probably rightfully so. Sure. Hey, man, look. <laughs> so I go to a lot of fish shows, if my schedule permits. And they're... So I'm not a sober person, because obviously I do a craft beer podcast, and I enjoy my alcohol and other... You know, you, you mean you're not partaking in dry January? No, not even moist January. <laughs> Dry-ish. Dry-ish. But something that's always bugged me was, if, if as a, a fan of fish, like there's a pretty heavy substance culture, I'll admit. I'm no, like, in a jam band? No, right? But But look, the music's great. I just couldn't personally imagine being a sober fan and going to a show, there'd be way too many temptations for me and I might stray the path. Right. However, there is a sober support group for fish fans called the fellowship with a pH of course, because that's what we do. And they, they are partnering with the green Bay Packers of all things to help institute a, a similar sort of program during Panthers game or not Panthers games. Sorry. Obviously, uh, Packers. Packers games. You know, the other PA NFL team. So they'll be doing a sober support station at Lambeau Field during home Packers games. If you're still a Packers fan, but, you know, you're feeling a little tempted by, you know, whatever, you know, the drinking culture. God, I hope not psychedelic culture at an NFL game. That would be a little weird. Yeah, that'd be really weird. But if, but if you're, but. like, feeling a little tempted, you know, they have, like, a like an informal kind of AA meeting at a certain section during set break. So I guess halftime, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, that is cool. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you two gentlemen know, but Wisconsin has the highest rate of DUI per capita in the nation. Yeah. And it's like, also it's, like the highest consumption of alcohol. Per yeah. Capita it is too. a very, uh, very drunken state. Also, have either of you ever been up to Milwaukee or further north? No. Okay. There's a reason they drink a lot. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know. That, that's a that's a cheap shot. That's a cheap heat. No, no, no. Because I, I, there's I, a lot of other things to do up there. Also, yes. And it's really cold all the time. And, you know, like it's just. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine that Green Bay would be a place that I would actually willingly want to live. Yeah. It's It's cold. I mean, a, a recent game, they're talking about, it's unseasonably warm up here. It'll be 25 at kickoff. I'm like, unseasonably no. warm at 25. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm like, Look, at, when I got to plug my car in overnight and it's not an electric vehicle, the answer <laughs> is no. Yes. <laughs> God, I remember that growing up. Oof. That, that's, you know you live in cold when you have Rowler's to plug your fucking car in overnight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I uh, can't say I'm a big Packers fan, but good on them for helping their sober fans out. And yeah, I would really absolutely. love to see an expansion of this program because, I mean, again, I don't struggle with 
uh, substance abuse issues, but I you know have a lot of respect and love for those people that do, and I would hate for people to just say, I can't go to Packers games anymore. That's too much for me. Now yeah. you have a little bit of support there. Yeah, that's really cool. So Russian River left Seattle? Distribution, yeah. man. I mean, distribution changes. You know yeah, this. true. Fair. You get you know somebody like Trogues coming into town, <laughs> dropping that nugget nectar everywhere, pissing off all the local reps, and then they pull out. Oh, I love nugget nectar. I wonder if it tastes different in the can or the bottle or on draft. I do still miss Nimble Giant so much. Yep. That beer was good. That beer was real good. Ugh. All right. So anyways, uh, Russian River is back. Russian River is back if you live in the state of Washington. And that's really weird. Or like, know someone who's in the state of Washington, <laughs> if you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Well, it says Seattle. So is it yeah. all of Washington? Yes, or yes. is it just Seattle? It's just Seattle right now. So their distro platform is so weird. Because Russian River, obviously, all throughout California. But they're so targeted outside of there. You can find Russian River in Denver. Okay. You can find it in Philadelphia. Now, okay. I'm not saying... Pennsylvania and Colorado, right? Like it's Denver and Philly. Right. Uh, Which I've, honestly, like, and I know that you could buy that stuff in Philly for a long time. Yeah. I don't look at Philly as a craft beer destination like I do Denver. Which is super weird because there's that like Monk's Cafe that is. Been there. Love it. Yeah. Which is where they would have younger. On tap. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Before they started canning or bottling any of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But it's one of those things where like. I don't know about you two, but I do not see Philly as like a crappier destination like I do Denver. Like I know, like when I go to Denver, I know what I'm, you know, I'm gonna hit Red Rocks. Yeah. So I want to go to a concert. I'm gonna hit the mountains because I love the mountains. I'm and gonna hit a dispensary because I like dispensing things. <laughs> and you like Pez. Yes, I love Pez. <laughs> Wait, I don't have any of my Pez up anymore. They're all fun. You used to now. have a lot of Pez up. I remember that. Yeah, I did. Back in the day. Uh, one of them is currently propping up my GPU because it started to sag. Oh, uh, yes. The the dick measuring contest of how big is your GPU. It costs more than your mortgage, but... Oh, mine's old. It didn't cost more than my mortgage. It costs less than an Xbox Series S when I bought it. You say that like that somehow makes me feel better. Okay. It, it should. It doesn't. All right. So anyways, Rush Reverse back. Yay. Yeah, if you live in Seattle, congratulations. I hate you. I would straight-ass go broke if I had regular access to Russian River. Like anything. But Well, it's kind of like a burial moving here. I'm glad I don't go all the time because I would be broke. I only go every other week now. It's fun. I would be flat It's like everything else. Once you've got easy access to it, it's no longer as fun. And I, I don't doubt... That Pliny would be a fridge beer for me. Well, and I was going to say, that's um, one of the things that I do love when Chris does send us beer, because he sends shit beer most of the time. Yes. But he always sends well, me... Well, to be fair, he's a shit NFL fan. Yes. So, I True. mean, like... But, but he won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. For always me. in that box is a little bottle of Pliny for me. And I'm like, yes. Like, yep. yeah. Never so go wrong. That doesn't make up for the fact that he abandoned his like lifelong team in the NFL and then picked up another team and then dumped them because they weren't in the playoffs. Like, you know, if you're going to date around, you, you deserve what you get sometimes. Exactly. Nothing. And then co- suddenly the Jags take off their glasses and drop their hair and everybody's like, oh, you're it was so hot you now. all along. You're so hot now. All right. So uh, Tilray, who owns Sweetwater, mm-hmm. what's going on with them? Because, uh, this whole cannabis thing isn't getting legal like they thought. No, it's not. And what do you do when you are a large cannabis company that has a lot of unused uh, space? Well, you start looking into other things that aren't marijuana related. So Tilray is... I feel like the CEO's name is backwards. Irwin Simon? Shouldn't it be Simon Irwin? It or does he just be. have two first names? In which case, I don't trust him. Yeah, don't trust anybody with two first names or with just a mustache. Why Why do I feel like you're attacking me? Because you're a monster and you deserve attacking All me. right, fair enough. So uh, so what is Tilray moving into since they can't... Uh... Other food! Talking about, like, strawberries and stuff? Okay. Um, 
Are they going to be weed strawberries? No, unfortunately. <laughs> but they have... Yo, like, that would be messed up. <laughs> you know, I heard you like weed, and I heard you like strawberries, so we made them together. Copyright 2023 Craft Beer Cast, when you start genetically engineering weed strawberries. Yes. Or yes. weed fruit in general. Yes, fruit in or general. Or crossing weed with any other plant. Copyright 2023 Craft Beer Cast. Yes. So... Tilray, one of the largest uh, marijuana producers out there that, as we said, also owns uh, Sweetwater and the, the Breckenridge Distillery. Oh, that's right. That's right. I yeah. Um, well, they set up an infrastructure in the United States, you know, assuming marijuana got legalized, which it hasn't been, but they have all this excess capacity and rather it just sit around and collect dust. They're like... Well, why don't we just start growing other foods hydroponically? So they're looking at lettuce, tomatoes, strawberries. It's like, why don't we feed people since we have all this spare Instead capacity? Of capitalizing on a vice that many Americans have, since it's not legal, why don't we actually provide food? What? Novel idea. Yeah, crazy. I do like that. I appreciate it. It's nice. I mean, you know, you have excess capacity. Why not, like, figure some things out before, like, your real cash crop starts getting grown in there? And I'm sure they know what they're doing already with marijuana cultivation. But, you know, if you aren't growing anything, you might as well grow actual food crops. Well, yeah. If, if, if you're paying for power and all the other shit for that building, why let it sit empty? Yep. Grow something with it. So, hey, cool. Tilray. Um, I suppose. Boo government. Uh, so this article just does not want to stick around for you. No, it doesn't. That's unfortunate. So it's a New York Times article and we're having a hard time getting around, uh, you know, the paywall using the link that I provided. And it's, can craft beer companies rescue malt liquor's reputation? Which is a shame that it's, Kind of hard for me to get into because I have thoughts. And Jeff, kick I, us off. I have a question. Um, who asked for anybody to say malt liquor's reputation? Nobody. Nobody asked for it. But but I mean, like you know, it, it feels like we have these things, and people get all up in arms on the interwebs because. Hey, here's a thing that well, this shouldn't have gone away, and I'm really upset. I'm like, you're like, like one hundredth of one percent. If that, like, nobody, nobody, I don't know anybody that <laughs> I can't tell you that I've ever had a conversation where somebody said, "I really like malt liquor," or uh, to say, "I really like malt liquor, but I'm embarrassed drinking it because it has a bad reputation." I was going to say, I really liked malt liquor when I was 16. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like malt liquor anymore. So, I don't want nothing to do with it. You don't I, want to be Edward Forty Hands. No, not anymore. Those days are long past me. I loved malt liquor when I was in college. I didn't play my first game of Edward Forty Hands until I think I was 25. I was a real late bloomer when it comes God, to that. I'm but. a degen. <laughs> When's the last time you played Edward Forty Hands? Well, it's been years ago, Today. but it was, it was well before I was twenty-five. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, I, I was I was late to that party, I suppose. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I'm I'm with Jeff. Like, who's asking for this? I'm not. I, I don't want to go back to the days of drinking Saint Ives Crooked Eye or Colt Forty Five. Like, I remember those days. They were not fun. Like malt liquor's not good. Don't Bull kid yourself. Bullshit. I, and I, uh, total bullshit. We had the uh, super fancy from sure. uh, Free, Free Range, Range on the show, a craft malt liquor. All right. And, and so Jeff, you Jeff have... didn't buy it because he didn't know the struggle growing up. And I distinctly remember you saying, I did know the struggle, and this is the best malt liquor I've ever had. <laughs> right? There's the key word. This is the best malt liquor I've ever had. Yeah. This, I am not actively chasing that shit down anymore. Oh, that was sure. the most comfortable punch in the nuts I've ever had. Exactly. That doesn't mean I'm looking for punches <laughs> in the nuts. Exactly. Like, But it was the best one I'd ever had. I I don't know. Well, it's, bah, 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 bah. Having a hard time talking? That's all you did. 
I just don't don't understand who wants this and who's asking like for it. it. Tell me, I'll pour you some. I definitely, I'm the one that's asking for this. All right, all right. Back in the day, speaking of Rogue on the last show, they had this beer called Dad's Little Helper, which rolled out every year for Father's Day, and it was a malt liquor, eight percent bomber, freaking delicious. Unfortunately, Rogue decided to chase prevailing winds and uh, reformulated uh, that wonderful malt liquor into a black IPA. They were trend chasing, and oh wow. yeah, uh, trust me, I was outwardly upset when this like arrived in front of me. I'm like, no, no, no. I asked for the dad's little helper, and they were like, this is it. Um, still mad about that, but I don't hate. Malt liquor. I think it's got a time and a place, and, and yeah, the time and a place when you're a teenager and you're underage drinking. But it's not. I feel like it's got an unfair reputation. I will give you that because growing up, you know, in in the era that I did, and Jeff, I know you can remember this, and I'm sure Wells, you even remember the Billy D. Williams for Colt Forty Five yep. ads. Colt Forty Five gets them every time. Like that, like, that, that is, is so like a, like, irres- date rape beer? <laughs> that is so irresponsibly marketed, it's not even fucking funny. And the fact that you could go in How did that not ever get canceled? Right? Somebody like, go back and like, hey, these are literal commercials they ran on TV. Billy D, you in trouble. Like I can remember giving my twenty one year old, you know, buyer, like, here's twenty bucks, and he would come back with like a box of forties. Because the shit's cheap, and it's gross, and it's horrible. I don't... What if I told you that maybe the style has potential, it's just they kind of dumbed down what made a malt liquor, like, and just... All right, so, fair point. For the uninitiated, what is the difference between a beer and a malt liquor? I mean, honestly, alcohol percentage. I mean, think That's of this as just it. think of this as just a double Budweiser, right? <laughs> Pretty much. But there's still like cold 45, 45 percent alcohol, right? <laughs> but or or eight or ten or I'm, whatever. I'm checking. But, I just keep it. But it's uh, I and they tip, it. typically it, came in forty ounce glass bottles. Yep, five point six percent is cold forty five. So before you get too up on your high horse about how where's strong- my King Cobra? Uh, okay, um, keep talking. I'll, I'll look at King Cobra and uh, Saint Ides while you're at it too. Well, please. one at a time, please. <laughs> yes, King Cobra malt liquor six percent. Okay, and what was yours, Josh? Saint Ides Crooked Eye. Saint Ides I D E S. Uh, as M F Saint Ides, that ain't it. Uh, crooked. It may may not even be made anymore. As Jeff is looking that up, so Wells, I can remember St. Ides, mm-hmm. Oli, OE, they all tasted... Oh, yeah, OE, I remember seeing that forever. They always tasted, like, even remembering now what those tasted like, they always tasted like corn. Yeah. Like, almost like corn liquor. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much what it is, right? And mm-hmm. in essence, it's a distilled down version of corn liquor. Mm-hmm. No. No? Well, then what is it? Well, I mean, I'm just going to be, again, anal and pedantic. You said distilled down. I'm like, distilled, like, remove, whatever. All right, um, listen. Can, can, can I do some uh, malt liquors real quick? Please go for it. Uh, Mickey's, 5.6. Oh, God. Mickey's Wide Mouth. Now, Founders DKML, 14. Yep. I mm. That one was pretty freaking great, though. Yeah, yep. that one All was. All right, we did King good. Cobra. Does anybody remember what DKML stands for, or is it just Dick, me? Dick Kick and Malt Liquor. Dick Kicker Malt, malt Liquor. Yep. Uh, Hurricane? Never had it. I remember Hurricane. Uh, how about some Schlitz Malt Liquor? Yep, I remember 5.9. Really? Oh, St. Ides. High Gravity Malt Liquor, 8.2. There we go. Wow! I was drinking 8.2 shit when I was like 16. Magnum, that explains a lot. <laughs> German hobo. Jesus. Uh, Odd side ales made a laughing clown malt liquor. Old B.A. Johnson finest malt. Deluxe. I don't, these these all look like, you know, crap breweries that have made a malt liquor. Yep. Summer Sizzler, originally known as Dick Kicker from Founders. So it, Mad 40. Oh, um, McKellar Mad 40. Nine percent. So at the end of the day, 
is this a style that needs to continue to exist? Look at I'm I'm one that will say what we're trying to cancel an entire style profile right now. Well, I'm not trying to cancel it, but the article says, "Can craft beer save this style?" But like, does it need to? Can they? Yes. Should they? I don't know why. I like. I don't. It's it's kind of like how. Um. Uh. What's the what's what's the beer that Divine makes? The uh, it's not a Roush beer. Um. (sighs) The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. 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 And and that style is... Grotzer? Yes. Yes? Should craft beer save the Grotzer style? And and I mean, like, to me... We argue no. I mean, like, so Lebowski is a beer that is kind of a passion project. Yeah, Grot, Grotzky, Grotzer, you know. It's not a style that most people want, but it's a style that they like to make... On occasion, mm-hmm. so if craft beer wants to keep malt liquor around, cool. I got a problem with DKML and the one from Free Range, right? Super fancy, super fancy. I, you know, and I'll even buy them from time to time. But I don't feel like like this. This isn't the next big thing that we need to like rally around. No, like like the, the the current thing about getting rid of your gas stoves. I don't know how that caught fire, literally. <laughs> but like, shut up. You, I'm not. You, I, I I didn't say a word. No, not you. Okay. Like uh, like in case you don't know, the state of North Carolina already has that ban in place, and it'll take place in like 2034 or something like that. They can have oh, my I'll gas stove when they pry it out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> this is the hill you die on. It's it, so and we're getting completely off topic. Give me I'll thirty say. thirty seconds here. Put it on the clock. Okay. Can, can you give me? Considering that Duke Energy literally shut off power to houses on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because they, quote-unquote, couldn't anticipate the demand for electricity. Why would I ever want to get rid of a gas appliance when they can't prove to me that they can keep electricity going? Fair point. Got to diversify your bonds. Damn straight. Back to the malt liquor conversation again. I'm with Jeff. Like, sure... Keep it around if you want. It's not an act. It's not a style of beverage that I am actively pursuing. Nor do I really want to actively pursue because I remember all those painful times of how bad this is. At the end of the day, and yes, we have had some good craft beer examples of it. But do we need it? My, I already know. Why not? Like if if I could have. The best malt liquor possible every time I like reach for a new craft brewery made malt liquor. Why not keep that style around? Okay, but is that a style like okay? If you could always have the best amber lager every time you went anywhere, do you often want another amber lager? Do you want a Belgian blonde right everywhere you go? It's the best Belgian blonde ever. Who cares? I don't want that style, yeah. I'll counter with Divine Barrel making beer-flavored beer, which is just like a great name, right? But, yeah. But what does it taste like? Well, it tastes like an American lager. Sure, but I don't drink American lagers, but damned if that isn't the best American lager that I've ever had, I'm happy that it exists. I'm, it's nice to know that if I'm feeling in the mood for that style, I can have a craft-made example of it. As fickle as the craft beer world is. What? E- fickle? No. E- even if they tried to up this or, you know, make it on the somewhat regular, it'd die on the shelves. If Divine Barrel comes out with a white label beer that just says malt liquor. Oh, shit. Jeff's going to go broke. Bet. I Maybe not broke, but I will have multiple four packs. Because I anytime will. I see their white label, I, I just instinctively buy it. Because I know, like, I'm looking for beer, you know, I'm, I'm at Grant's, I'm at Kit's, I'm wherever, I'm picking up stuff, and I'm like, oh, I haven't had that in a while, or I haven't had it ever, it's a Divine Barrel white-labeled beer with black text, I know the style will be to perfection, gimme, 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 gib, give to me now, gib. So now I just need to get in Ben or James or whoever's ear and just be like, <coughs> malt liquor, white label, black text. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Or, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I know we have jokingly talked about doing a show of like OE 
and St. Ides and Mickey's and all that shit. That sounds like a living nightmare for the me. The only now. way I will accept that show is if you get brown paper sex for all of them so that when I take the picture for the post, it is nothing but brown paper sex. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fantastic. It, it's, yeah, whatever. I, I, not whatever. It's one of those things where I can understand walls where you're coming from. I just, I don't want this. I don't know who this is for. I don't want it. And again, as fickle as we are as a industry, if they tried to prop this up as a style, it's going to die within six months. Uh, I don't really see the craft beer community rallying behind anything to promote a style the same way they did kettle sours and hazy IPAs. Like malt liquor is going to be one of those. I think if the brewery is good at making them, then they absolutely should. And I'm looking at you, free range. Keep doing that super fancy. It's yep. delicious. Do I need every single brewery in town to come out with a super fancy clone? Absolutely not. I feel like malt okay. liquor would be like Quike Yeast and you know other similar like brute IPAs. Flash in the pan, <clears throat> it'll catch. It, it'll be uh huh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly, sir. Are, are you okay? Yeah, oh, uh, just you wait. Okay. Uh, yeah, just you wait. I shall. It, it will, I, I think malt liquor as a style can be a fun addition to a portfolio. If you've got it on your board, somebody is willing to try it on a flight. It doesn't need to be by every brewery because much like Kettle Sours, much like Brewed IPA, much like Hazy IPA, not everybody knows how to do it well and you shouldn't make it just because it's a buzz term right now. Yes, agreed. All right. Are we ready for break? Yeah, Wells needs to change of pants. Okay. We'll be back in 30. It's time for Vinyl Buy. I'll explain how it works. It's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer on the show. We have a pretty simple scale of a one or a zero. Uh, sometimes we buy beer. Sometimes breweries are kind enough to say, hey, we may have goofed up and let's try this again. Sometimes we listeners donate beers. Yep. If you ever want to donate a beer, uh, contact or hate mail at craftbeercast.com. Or you can hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter, craftbeercast on Facebook, CBcast on Twitter. Jeff? First beer up. First beer up uh, from Resident Culture. Uh, this is a collaboration with uh, Kristen Fuchs from Fuchs. the Charlotte, or I guess at one at the time was a with the Charlotte Football Club, and now he's not a player but a staff member or something like that. Um, but this is a um, a pale lager called No Fuchs Given, which I love that name. Yes. In a world where we joke that there's just not enough names anymore, um, we've got names like this. I really, really like this beer. Uh, this is not my favorite resident culture lager. Um, the the one with the jade hops in it. Um, you know the one I'm thinking of. We had it on the show. We all loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't remember either. Back when they were doing like the little squatty crawlers. I'll think of what I'm not thinking of it. Um, that was my favorite lager. This one is really darn close. Uh, it's got a nice little hop to it. It is super crushable, super fantastic. Um, I love this beer. Big buy. Wells? I don't typically reach for beers that I call like a pounder, right? Like this, but this is. A straight pounder. Like, I could end up with a six-pack of this and blow through it before I even know what the hell just hit me. It's good. It's clean. Oh, this is so light. There are no off flavors at all. It's it's light. It's easy. It's, oh, God, it's so damn clean and well-made. Re-up. Oh, re-up was there. There we go. Re-up. So good. Yeah, that was like number my number one beer of the year that year. That was such a free. Um, I mean, this is great. It's no re up. Few things are. 
but it's still back. But I mean, like, outside of re-up, this is right there. Yep. Josh, your thoughts. In a world where IPLs exist, this is above and beyond any IPL I think I've ever had in my entire life. This is absolutely fantastic. I love this. Big, huge buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, We're trying to figure this one out. From the TV show Crafted? I don't know. I bought this show or bought this beer. <laughs> bought this shit. <laughs> Wells recommended it to me. Oh, okay. You did. So this is Carolina Gold, an IPL slash hoppy lager at five and a half percent. In collaboration with Divine Barrel, Pilot Brewing, Salud Cerveceria, Wooden Robot, Vivana, Epiphany Craft Malt, Jasper Yeast, and Carolina Malt House. Okay, so that's a lot of names. And I always have that question. Yo, dog, I heard you like names. when, When you got that many people all collaborating, how does any one voice get heard? Kudos, I guess, for this being a TV show and them making a beer with all these breweries. That's super great. Um, I, I, it's, it is perfectly fine. There's nothing that jumps out at me as necessarily wrong with this beer, other than I have no reason to buy it. Yeah. So, Wells. Uh. I don't know. I, I found that I had a higher um, higher thoughts on this when I first had it a couple of weeks ago, and I don't really know where my preference on this kind of went. And weirdly, is it possible not, that in a lineup of other beers, it doesn't stand out, but on its own, maybe it does fine. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. Is kind of what I think that yep. this beer suffers from, because. Um, you're looking at like four or five like local operations plus like a maltster and a it's well and and you know far be it for me to criticize Bavana being involved because we too have been involved making a beer with a brewery divine pilot salute wooden robot that's that's a lot of that's 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 a lot of voices yep what do you i mean it, so whenever I think of this type of collaboration, Josh, I think of that very, 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 very first episode zero, the lost episode. Oh, good Lord. Crap beer cast where we had 15 some odd people. It wasn't that many, but it, there, there was legit, I think, seven people in that conference room. It, at the very least, there was a lot of voices and it was hard for any one thing to co- kind of congeal. And I, I kind of feel like that's the, that's the downside here. Okay. Like. The malt house, the yeast house, like, okay, I'm, I'm chill with that, right? Because you right. ordered that stuff, or, or I understand, order, but, but like you got that stuff from them. But for breweries and Bavana, it just seems like how, like, I, I honestly sit there, like, other than like throwing ideas at the board, it gets made in one person's brewery, brew house, yeah, whatever. And maybe that was Bavana's, who knows? Uh, so I, I just counted up all the attendees, there was nine. And people think the three of us is a lot. Nine, fifteen. Could you imagine nine people all on this podcast? I'd <laughs> fucking shoot myself. And then it was eight for like at least 30 minutes as I was trying to figure out how to get back to Mark's room so that I could go to the bathroom. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Because I was like, like disappeared for like well, thirty I, minutes, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it's you know, you know, it's it's apartment number, blah blah blah." And like, I I couldn't find it, and then I went in and like I just you know went in, and they were just like, "Oh hey, random person, we have no idea who you are." I'm like, "No, I'm a friend with Mark. I gotta I gotta piss. I, I gotta piss." <laughs> All right, so Wells, you're a, a no buy on that. That's correct. But what do you think? Why did you make me buy this beer? Because I legit remember the day when you and I went to Salute. We were going to go journey around. We were going to go to Divine and Protagonist. And I looked at you, like, looking at the lineup that was at Salute. I'm like, you know what? I'm cool. I can just chill here. Yeah. I can get beer to take home. And I saw the four-pack, and you are like, you really should buy this. I'm like, okay. I was nonplussed with it on its own. Were you whelmed? 
Yeah, pretty much. What what screamed back then, and that was two weeks ago, what screamed by this, and now you're like, eh. Because I don't know that there's anything here that I really wanted. Like, it is a mess. It's a big old mess. I wouldn't say it's a mess. It's just not... I don't know. I'm just not feeling as much as I was then. Again, and I always loved... There was one one review that you had on Untapped one time that I always kind of go to for this kind of situation. <laughs> the thing about collaborations is sometimes it can be greater than the sum of its parts. Greater than, equal to, or less than. Yes. And, and this, this is a less than. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because there's there's some swinging dicks on this. big names, you yeah. know, and pilots there too. And, and I'm just like, you know... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I had to take a shot at somebody. Pilot. I, I mean, it's fair. God, we're assholes. It's no wonder people hate us. It really is. Wells is cringing so bad right now. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Jeff, next beer up. Next beer up, um, because the Wells buys all of the veils. This is. I'm gonna kind of do. I'm. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and assume this is hit me up. Hit me up. Or HMU, HMU, if you want to be. Yeah. Um, big shock. It's a hazy. Uh, it's, From the veil? It's hazy AF. Um, it, it It's already making me feel bloaty. I don't... Um, uh, there's nothing here for me. No, bye. Well, this is so good. <laughs> I mean, surprise, surprise. I love a DDH double IPA from the veil with a incredibly hard to read letter. I mean... God, you want to talk about something that Jeff has to like take a picture of and zoom in on? Zoom in um, the, the label. The hands. label of this is offensive to my perfect eyes. It's can I, can I so hard without to read. my glasses. Actually, you have your glasses on. How can you say without your glasses? It's but because I have better up close, this is for farce. But for farce for farce. Yeah, I you see a, a lot of farce, don't you? I do. I see especially a lot of farce. on the show. I, I can tell. HMU, HMU. I mean, it's <laughs> no, no. I, I want you oh, you're talking about the, the stuff in the, the holy sm- shit, the stuff at the bottom. Oh, so it is. <laughs> it's so small. It's Josh didn't even know it was there. Double dry hot well, India Pale that. Ale, brewed and can by Veil vale Brewing Company. Blah blah blah. Sixteen ounces, one pint, eight ounces. Yeah, that. Yeah, you like it's so bad, and the colors are so bad on this. Oh no, no, no I see what you mean. That is a, like, believe it or not, I can actually see it. The text is there with uh-huh. my glasses on. Yeah. Without it, I can barely tell there's text there. It's yeah. almost like 3D bullshit. Yes, exactly. Now, if you, it, yep. it's, a, it's a magic eye thing, so if you cross your eyes just right... Like, <laughs> it's a goddamn schooner! If you cross your eyes just right, schooner a schooner is a sailboat. Inside. You'll never hear that comment. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, Wells is buying it. Gosh. I, I am buying it. Of course I am. Like, Look, the, the floor is high for Vale Hazy's. Congratulations. You made another delicious beer. Josh, what do you think about it, though? Kyle, I know you're listening to the show. You even bought me a four-pack of Vale beer, and you never sent it, you fucking dickhead. Well, I don't think I'd want it now. Well, no, I don't, because he bought it in, like, October. That's going to be so old and gross. Yeah. It was already gross. At this point, it's old. I don't even want it. I do want things from the Vale, always. And, like, he is legit, like, 30 minutes from... One of the best when it comes to hazies, and thank you, Wells. I appreciate, I appreciate you. So I much. bought this off the dang shelf here, Charlotte. Yeah, and I know where you did. Mm-hmm. So of course, um, you would have to go outside to go buy that beer, John. <laughs> <laughs> that means fresh air and sunlight. Eh. All right, that might be worth it for this because, damn, this is good. This is anytime. Yeah, whatever. Jeff could give a fuck less. Wells and I will just stroke the dick That's of the veil all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. All I, like, I, again, I understand this is a beer that gets you too excited. Oh my god, you have no idea. I, I just, it just, I have no interest in it, yeah, and that's enough. okay. That's yeah. okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but oof, oof. I already have a top ten beer. Uh, really? It's, you think it? That yeah. Much? Okay. Yeah. Next beer up. Next beer up, um, the final beer from our Left Behind series. Uh, this is Barrel Aged Tin Fitty. Uh, canned, uh, what does it say, Wells? August of 21? 9 17 21. All right, so we're talking at a uh, year and a half at this point. 
barrel aged 1050. Um, I love 1050. I've always loved 1050. I feel like 1050 is one of those beers that um, has not necessarily adjusted with the times, and sometimes that's okay. Um, it is a little thin comparative to other barrel aged imperial stouts. Twelve and a half percent. But at twelve and a half percent, it drinks like it's basically a nine to nine and a half percent stout. Uh, this will get you in trouble quick, fast, and in a hurry. It is worth your dollars. It is a buy from me. Wells? It's got like a nice umami presence. We've got some oxidation kind of creeping in, but... Which on a canned beer... Don't that, understand how. Yeah, that takes some effort. Well, it's on a you know year and a half old barrel-aged beer. Like I, I feel like this is kind of yes. aging a little prematurely, but... Oh, yeah, oh no, like, I am holding on to this baby. Wow. No. It's almost like we have a show going on. Sorry, Wells. Hi. Um, it's me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Wells. Pay attention to me. Well, whatever. It's my turn as well. Woo-woo. So, I don't... I'm surprised that this beer has kind of fallen off. I really love 1050. I don't think that this... That a year and a half later should have this much of a detrimental effect on it. I'm weird. God, I love yeah, this. you are. I'm, I love this beer fresh, but I'm going to know by this aged version. If you're going to drink this, drink it fresher. Please don't leave it behind. No buy. Josh. So, Jeff. Sir. We were in Greenville at GBX. I was telling this story, yeah. When I remember us talking to the bartender that was working that night, uh, who actually, congratulations, did move on. Uh, doing something else now, I don't remember, but I remember seeing the post on Instagram. He was one of my favorites outside of Devin. Yeah, Devin was you know always fun to talk to, but when he was working, like we could kind of goad him into some things sometimes that maybe he shouldn't do. He's not there anymore, so it's That's fine. To be fair, I haven't been there in like four years. Yeah, so. same, same. Uh, I can remember, you know, the rumors that this beer was coming out, yeah, and. I got all excited. I'm like, I love 1050, and now they're going to barrel age it. And then, you know, we get to talking, and there's a keg of barrel aged 1050 that they weren't going to tap until like another week or so. It's for a special event. Yeah. And Jeff and I, being the assholes that we are, sit there and prodded and poked that poor guy. We, 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 we definitely negged him a little bit and then like kind of like played off like we weren't really that interested in it. Like, ah, it's okay. I'm sure I'll have it at some point in my life. I mean, we do a beer podcast for our livings, you know. And, right. You know, we don't. By, nope. and by livings, I mean we make zero dollars <laughs> off of the beer yes. podcast. Uh, but like, you know, like all of the like guilt trips and like passive aggressive, nicey meany things that we could say. It was fantastic. And then, yeah, we got to try it, and it was it was special. It was special at that time. This is not. like It is, it is it, yeah. It, it, it is what it is. It's not like this is a bad beer by any stretch of the imagination, but... I feel like regular... And I haven't had regular 1050 in years, but I feel like if I had regular 1050, my expectations would be met. I'd be okay. Yeah. The fact that it's barrel-aged. Now, when I hear barrel-aged Imperial Stout... I have this expectation of it being a little chewier. Yes. I want it like kind of coating my teeth. I mean, I, I'm there with you when you said thin. This yeah. this is thin. I don't I don't know how, but it is. I don't hate it. I just, you know, and, and you know, I'll yeah. buy it. I, I would buy it like Wells said, I'd buy this fresh. Yeah. I would not bother aging it. Well, and again Which is weird because it's in a can. And, and again, this was a left behind. Yeah. It has been sitting in the backlog for a hot minute. And I'm like, we're we're drinking this. I'm tired of looking at it. Yeah, no, no. It's fine. So yeah. Um I'll buy it fresh. I wouldn't let it hang out in my fridge forever. So let's talk about fresh beer. Yes, please. Fresh Imperial Stouts. Yes. So um, while I was at Heist, and we talked about this last show, while I was at Heist, uh one of the kind of topics of conversation with what Peter was he he tries to make it easy for you to figure out what to do with this beer if you buy a heist barrel aged beer that has wax on it then it is cool to age that if you buy one without wax then it needs to be consumed fresh so last show we had the barley wine which was that wax. No, no adjuncts in it and he is completely comfortable with you sitting on those for whether it's for the next uh, off-season barley wine festival or the one after that or the one after that 
This one, no wax. This one, no wax. You need to drink it fresh. Um, this is Ruthless Mercy. It goes to the glasses. A double barrel stout. Uh, and it says Heaven Hill Natural Vanilla Barrel. Natural Vanilla Extract. I'm sorry. And so... <laughs> So it started. So, so this Imperial Stout started out in a Heaven Hill bourbon barrel. Mm-hmm. Cool, right? Like we're all excited about that. It's fine. Um, and so then it it moved into another special barrel. And I'm I'm, a, I'm trying to explain this correctly. There was a Wheated Woodford Reserve barrel. Ooh. Okay, hold on. That someone acquired. And filled it with vanilla beans and some form of liquor, alcohol, and created vanilla extract from said barrel. So fuck off. I think I think Peter said it was like close to forty thousand dollars worth of vanilla beans. <laughs> At which point they pulled all those out and somehow Heist got that barrel. So after it got dumped, they have this barrel that had a weeded Woodford and then became a vanilla extract barrel. Wow. And then they took the this beer, this double this imperial stout running in at 13.5% that had been aging in Heaven Hill barrels, and they put into these Woodford weeded vanilla extract barrels. I got the tinglys as he was telling me that story. I mean, you heard me live yeah. get the tinglys. You heard me say something to Wells live as he had to adjust his pants a couple of times. Look, we've had numerous vanilla barrel aged stouts at this point. Yes. Some are good. Some are okay. Some are bad. This is a whole nother tier for me. Like... It's one thing to have like that vanilla flavoring in your imperial stout. I can I can literally taste vanilla bean, which is a whole nother story. Yes. This is an amazing beer. And as much as I like that the barley wine, this is ridiculous. And this may be in my top five. We, you know, the year has yet to go, but yes, holy I, I, hell, this is an absolutely fantastic and amazing Imperial Stout. Well, we've had a, oh God, I can't even count them the number of times that we've had a vanilla Imperial Stout on. And I feel like we've gotten pretty good at picking out, oh, this is real vanilla bean. Oh, this is just like they added extract to yeah, it. Yeah, this is the and, fake extract. And for something that is what aged in a former vanilla extract barrels, the the one downside that I have with so many extract uh, infused imperial stouts is they're so sharp and, and acrid and they burn. It's like too much vanilla is a thing. And this one... God, I just want to fill up a swimming pool with this and just like dive and drink and drown. You want the um, margarita pool. I get it. Sure. Um wasted away again and this is this is great. I've I've God, this is so good. Like, how can you have this much vanilla and it doesn't like pain me? Cause this is so vanilla forward. Uh goddamn, I'm they didn't have it on draft when I went recently, and I knew that we had this in the show lineup, so I didn't buy a bottle. And Dumbass. I, yes. <laughs> it's been three days, and I'm sitting here like, well, I know where I'm driving out of the way to on my way home. Congratulations. You played yourself. Can you, can you Can you buy me a bottle, too, please? I think so. Uh, Will Forte in Last Man Standing. Or, uh, not Last, uh, Last Man on Earth. Yeah. He had the margarita pool. This is, this is delicious. Like just mm, great, great vanilla, great base beer, great mouthfeel, great everything. <sighs> it's fine. Josh, rewind the clock to night and day three. I am spending X amount of dollars on the super VIP ticket. This is the beer that's there. I am fucking dancing with joy. Yep. This is fantastic. 
fantastic. Holy shit. And we talk so much about fake vanilla, fake vanilla. We can tell the difference between real vanilla, fake vanilla. This is the most vanilla forward beer I think I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I don't hate it at all because, number one, I am team vanilla versus chocolate. Number two, like well said, it's not sharp. It's mellow. And, and I mean, like, you think about the great vanilla beers. Vanilla Noir? Yes. From Prairie? Vanilla Death? Yes. From Revolution? Yep. I would take this. Yeah. Every, and, and like, yeah, this, and, is, and, and this is up there. As, as I've had kind of this pour sitting here on the side and started to kind of warm up a little bit. Which is I, why I sat on I mine love for it. so I long. I love it even more. I, I sat on it for a while, and Jeff's like, are you being slow? I'm like, no, I am letting this warm up yep. because, goddamn, this is S-tier. Like this? This is S-tier vanilla. Th- th- yeah, this would like, give me like some brownies. Like regular brownies. Yeah. You too. Regular brownies. <laughs> and I will echo Jeff's statement. I think actually I've had two beers now that will be on my top 10 list of the year. That's another one because fuck that slaps. Damn, sir. All right. Final beer up. Final beer up. Uh, a beer that I picked up while I was at Lumberbeard in Spokane. Uh, this is their year one anniversary ale. Um, it is a bourbon barrel aged barley wine. Um, which has the really unfortunate portion of, of being the last beer up. Uh, I, you know, I put it last beer up because it's 16 and a half percent. It doesn't drink like a 16 and a half percent barley wine. It drinks like about a 10, maybe 11% barley wine. Yeah. Um, it's good. It has some caramely to it. I like it. I I would probably continue to buy their bourbon barrel aged barley wines. Um, it gets absolutely overshadowed by the last beer, but um, I will still buy this beer. Wells, God, it's really hard to be objective on this. Uh, to your point, uh, if this was in any other lineup, we're not doing tap that yet. I know, but if this was in any other lineup, like. This is this reigns supreme, and it's just kind of a shame. It just ran into a stronger, yeah. It ran into a wrecking ball. It did. This beer At full is speed. the San Diego Chargers. You're like, hey, they'll absolutely win this game based on what they are. You mean, and LA then suddenly, the, yeah, whatever. And then suddenly, you know, the Jags show up. And Chris can't even claim this beer anymore because he, you know, yeah, he swore he, off the jet. Yeah, he switched affiliate. Oh, this is a alliance. This is really good. I don't know. I mean, we've had some lumber beard on the show, but this kind of elevates what I think about lumber beard. This is damn good. Uh, and I will tell you, you know, we've like to your point, we've had a handful of their beers on the show, um, but nothing tastes like this before. No, no, for sure, for sure. Sixteen and a half percent, velvet smooth, um, no burn. Barley one, absolutely yep. no burn. I got more burn out of that hit me up than I did the this barley one. Yeah, different kind of burn, but yeah. Um, this is an absolute buy. Holy shit! Thank you, uh, Josh. What do you think? I'm right there with you. Thank you. This is fantastic, and I do feel bad because I feel like. This got overshadowed by the beer before it. This is really good. There is a lot going on here that... You're going to have a good evening. Yeah. After Wells and I leave and you have an extra number of hours before you have to go night-night. Yeah. You are going to be drinking all kind of good stuff today, and I hate you for it. Yeah, I'm going to be playing Elden Ring and just fucking enjoying beer. In fact, I might pee in this one right now. The rest... I was about to say, I think we're going to fight over the beer that we're all going to tap of who gets to finish that. Because there is a clear winner here. Although, the hit-me-up from the veil, right time, right situation, I think I could easily kill a keg of that. Uh Uh-huh. But, man, this almost feels like you put a revolution beer in with everything else. Like, not fair. You you talk about, like, we're going to fight over this beer. Like, I'm not the one standing in front of all the bottles pouring myself what I want for the rest. Oh, no. And Wells poured the rest of it. Sucks to be you, Josh. (laughs) My hand can't reach. No. 
I mean, clearly we know what we're going to tap, but there were some real contenders here. So how does I tap that work? Is it's that what we're doing now? Pretty simple. A lot of the beers that we had on the show, what are we going to put on our kegerator? We all know what we're going to put on. Yeah, but again, I mean, I, like, truth, there, there's some real good shit in this lineup. Yeah, I mean, real talk, that No Fuchs Given was excellent. Um, yes, it was. The 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 Lumberbeard anniversary also very excellent, but you know, and and again, I, I maybe I should have held off on the story of the barrel until you all had bought or no bought, but I don't feel like it would have made a difference. No, in, in it your, wouldn't because I didn't know the story choices, wouldn't. But I, but I feel like just knowing that that was the barrel, like you know, we we we've had the beers that have been in. You take the bourbon barrel that gets maple syrup dumped into it, and then the maple syrup gets dumped out, and they put a beer in it. Like, we've had those beers, and they're excellent. It's the same kind of thing, but it's vanilla extract. Crazy, right? Absolutely nuts. Uh, this show not brought to you by Heist, by the way. But although, damn. Although, like, I, I, think, I think we definitely need to have a go, go have a show at Heist. Yeah, which... Yes. Let's take that in for a minute. Use your words. It's 2023. You and I have been heist homers for years at this point. You two have been heist hazy homers. We finally got him on board. You're all Triple H. You're not the game, but you've been heist hazy homers. Yes. Yes. (sighs) And they do that well. They do other beers well. That's the thing about them that I kept trying to explain to you of... Number one, Barrel Arts is a beautiful facility. Absolutely. Like 100%. Totally one, agree. Full one stop. Of, one of the best outside of a brewery that shall not be named, probably the second best facility in Charlotte. Wells brings up a very compelling point. This is the third straight show where we have clean swept heist beer. No, not third. We didn't clean sweep... Uh... Oh, shit, my bad. So Three out of four. Three out of four, we clean swept a high spear. Everyday sipping beer, living martyr, ruthless mercy. I'm just going to say it. When it's a not hazy beer, we all love it. And when it's hazy beer, Wells and I get all tight. I hate it. And Jeff hates it. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it, it, it's finally time. I'm glad you're on board. Yeah, no, no. I, it, it only took like six years. It took... Well, it was a few years to beat it into my head, and then now we've got you finally on board. So, yep. And and yeah, that barrel arts place is just it's it's special. It's one it's of my a, it's a super neat place. It's one of my favorite tap room. It, it no, yep. actually, it is my favorite tap room in Charlotte, hands down. We're okay. at the end of the show. We're, we're at the end at? of the show. Come check us out. Interwebs, craftbeercast.com. Check out our old links. Uh, actually, just like maybe the last fifty shows. It's probably as far back as you need to go because the news isn't relevant anymore. Nobody cares. Yeah, that's a good point. Just check us out there. uh, Facebook.com slash crapbeercast. Patreon. We've got links to that on our our website if you want to support us that way. We appreciate those of you that do support us via Patreon. It doesn't, you know, it's not a huge amount, but like it doesn't hurt. It pays for our hosting fees, and that's that's really yeah. And it, it bought the board, it bought mics. Yep. Like Th- it. thanks to all of you who support us in that way. Thanks to all of you that support us with beer, um, whether professionally or just as a hobbyist. We we love you and thank you for that. Uh, meanwhile, if you want to reach out to us and work out a trade or anything, you know, you want to send beer to us to try and have on the show, give you our real opinions. Contact at craftbeercast.com via email. Or go to at CBcast on Twitter, which Josh will maybe eventually get to. Wells, where can they find you? They can find me uh, all, uh, at all the Wells on Twitter and Instagram. You don't Josh, use Twitter. I, I lurk. I lurk. Okay. Just Fair because enough. I don't post a lot doesn't mean I have like a shitload of deleted tweets, right? Like, all right. You just, they don't. They don't stay up longer than three minutes. Okay. Uh, but that's where you can find me. Josh, where can they find you? Besides right here, you can find me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Uh, Jeff mentioned Facebook. We do have an Instagram that I am trying to to use, I, but I don't get out, and Wells has got the password. He and just doesn't use it. So there's that, too. And other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.